previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Our sound quality improves, we figure the show out, and that's exactly how I felt with our pilot. Sure. Which is exactly like the 90210 pilot. You shoot a pilot and you go, hmm, we should recast that actor. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Roxy, were you saying that? Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Hey, Hey, Ritz. Ritz. I'm here in the studio. Finally, where have you been? (laughs) Where have I been? (laughs) We've been (laughs) waiting. Waiting patiently. (laughs) No, I think, you know, in all fairness, Roxy locked herself in the apartment (laughs) for all six weeks that Chuck was on the road. (laughs) You know, she didn't want to stray at all. These kids are newlyweds. I I forgot about the creepiness of the last episode. I didn't let anyone come in and massage my feet in the middle of the night. The feet. That's right. As much as that would have been really nice. But does this mean you're really trying to replace me after the the open we just heard? You know, we were talking about the last episode, how, you know, you you do your pilot and then you make some cast changes, stuff like that. And I was like, Roxy, were you trying to replace me now? No, it's... That's why you had Ritz come back over? At this point, that ship has sailed. (laughs) We're how many? 280 episodes This is 280. 280th episode. For those people who are not in the News Channel 12 studio audience, (laughs) the two of them are inseparable. Roxy (laughs) is sitting on Chuck's lap as (laughs) we speak. (laughs) Is that why sound quality? Dear Santa. Oh, Santa baby. (laughs) Uh, Let's open with this because we want to catch up with Ritz here because it's been a while. Yes. This is from Tim Cree, episode 107. He says, my daughter says the parade is boring and has changed the channel. So my question for the littles is, are parades done? Now, obviously, he's referring to the Thanksgiving Day Macy's parade. Right. Now, let's go back, though. How was your Thanksgiving, Ritz? Thanksgiving was awesome. And the parade, by the way, was awesome. Yeah? Did you go to it? Absolutely. We go every year. Oh, wow. And it's interesting because people have this weird expectation. So two of our friends were holding balloons in the parade. Some of the big balloons, which were awesome. I think they had more balloons than ever before Mm -hmm. in this year's parade. And they tell us, hey, make sure you get good pictures of us. And I'm thinking like, you know, it's a really big crowd. It's not going to be very (laughs) possible or even likely (laughs) that I'll be standing right at the edge of the parade route. Because it's, you know, 25 people deep. So I was going to say, do you have a secret? Were you like in the front? No, you're I mean, pretty tall, we, so you, can... you know, we used to have the cheat where we take some of those big buckets and put a plank of wood across it so my kids can stand up oh, higher okay. over the crowd. So yeah. that's what we used to do when they were little. But we just get as close as we can on whatever cross street. And it's fun. It was yeah. a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, it was a beautiful day. Oh, absolutely. And did you stay for the whole parade? Listen, we tried to stay for as long as we could because we were waiting for the Loyal Littles anniversary float <laughs> to come down. It was uh, just going to be a TK salute. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> or I was going to say, that could be the balloon. Or I was going to say... That would be great. Or the monkey sitting on the toilet. Right. But a, just a big hand with a TK salute would be funny, too. Um, now we stayed all the way oh, through to God. Santa. Oh That's gosh. the tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where along the path were you? We were at 6th Avenue and 45th Street. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I've wanted to go two years and she just doesn't want to go. I'm she's, so tired and like, we have food to cook. I know, but she's just like, yeah, I've been once, so it's okay. I mean, and when I say I went once, it was kind of like we were in Central Park. 
kind of on a walk mm-hmm. so we could see the balloons in the distance. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. Because uh-huh. we didn't, I did not get there early. Let's put it that way. I think we right. got there like at 9.30 after it already started. So at least just to say we saw some of it. And we had one of our kids there because you need somebody to do the celebrity spotting for you on all the floats because I have right. no idea who any of these people are. Right. I know. I think that's the part of it that to me is boring now because I don't know who a lot of these people right. are anymore and I don't keep up with it. And I don't know. I remember, I feel like I remember the celebrities would sing more like holiday tunes and things that right. you know versus their own stuff. But I also understand it's great exposure for these up-and-coming people, so they want to sing their own stuff. But I don't know. There's just a different vibe to it that is not what I... Like, the nostalgic person in me misses that. But I love the performances as they pass sure. in front of Macy's. So. Now, I have to... We'll come back to the performances. We, I have to give a quick shout-out. And I don't... This might have been done before. I don't remember ever seeing it, but I think it was the first... They had a band director's band. Yeah. They were great. They were great, they right? Were Absolutely. Fantastic. Remember them. Now, was that the first time you've ever seen them? I had never heard of them before. Yeah, I think and then the I first actually time. looked them up when I got home. and I didn't even know it was happening until mm-hmm. a friend of mine who I went to high school with or college, one of the two, I can't remember, but her child's band director was one of the people that was chosen to be in this group. Yeah. So my guess is that it was just band directors all across America. And they yep. really have to vie to get in. Oh, That's sure. That's what I read. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. And it just reminded me of if he wasn't retired, this would have been the perfect thing for my band director. Our band director applied our marching band every year, I felt really? like. Not even sure if we could do it. Mm-hmm. I think he just assumed if we ever got accepted that the parents would just be so ecstatic. Oh, sure. That they'd be like, yeah, you're going. Well, I mean, it is a big deal, Roxy. I mean, Yeah, it is a big to, deal. No, I mean to... Just the logistics of getting 100 kids to right, New York City. And right, and telling your families, oh, they're not going to be here for Thanksgiving dinner yeah. and blah, that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, I mean, it is sure. a big deal. It's times p- families go away. Yeah. And I mean, if you only have like a quarter of the band that can go, you're mm-hmm. not going to go. Mm-hmm. So I think he just submitted us every year because he wanted case. to do it so bad. Yeah. And then just see where the chips fall mm-hmm. when we got accepted. We just never got accepted. Right. So th- I just thought this would have been the perfect, I just immediately thought of him and mm-hmm. was like, this would have been such a thrill for him. And I'm just so glad they did it. If it wasn't the first time, good for them. I, if, if it was, hopefully they're going to do it every year. Yeah, that was so much fun to see. Yeah. I think they had yeah. 400 members. In yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that was my big shout out. Now let's get to the performances. Yeah. Now the interesting thing was that they were kind of out of order this year. They were. They were because the out Rockettes of order. were nowhere to be seen until the very end. Yeah, which I think strategically they introduced Santa. You know that. Yeah. That oh, was, it was great. That was but great. And just but shocked it, that it, it happened. Definitely that way. for me because I was anticipating it and wanting to just see my friends. It took forever now, for those three hours to go by let's so get that I could see them. Inside dirt here, Roxy. Now, mm-hmm. were they furious about that or were they okay? Because think about that. Normally, if they go at like 9.15, mm-hmm. they then have like, what, four hours before their show right. or maybe a little right. longer right. where they get a decent break before, because the, then they're going up to Radio City to perform their two or three shows that day on Thanksgiving right. Day. Well, just I'm, happens to be your day off. Yeah. I imagine that they didn't have to be up at Oh, that's true. They probably could have slept in a little bit. But I do know they had to get there, I think, about two, maybe three hours before the performance kicked off because of the parade happening. So they had to get there, you know, earlier. Well, that's my point. So they're standing around doing nothing. Then they have to wait till 11. They're practicing and getting excited and taking pictures. You know what I'm saying, though. So do you know what time their first show was? It was like two o'clock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're performing live on TV at like 1145 to present Santa. Well, their hair and makeup is already done, so that's okay. helpful. I'm just curious. I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about that, especially if you've done it many years and you're used to, 
you're done by like 10 o'clock at the latest. Yeah, sure. You know, and then you get your four hours off before your first the show. The one of the thing day. I've learned over the years is that just when you think you figured it out, you <laughs> right. haven't. And you just roll with it and you enjoy it and you just, you know, take it day by day and, right. you know. Now, out of the yeah. other performances, because of course that's all our favorites, of course, that mm -hmm. was our favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, the Broadway shows, any, did you see them all? So oh, no, I, you didn't see them because you were out of different place in the room. But I did watch the parade. We we actually yeah, tape it, so sure, we're, we're weenies like that, right. and we have a lot of friends in some of the Broadway shows, and yeah. it's a super big deal for them, and obviously yeah. great exposure, absolutely, uh, for the broadcast audience to get those shows up and running. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of friends, it was really fun to see our friend Jelani, who was Simba on Broadway for many years, and he was in Smokey Joe's Cafe. He was in all of these great shows. He's, he's proud. Now to the future. Ain't too proud. Now he's he's now to... in Back to the Future. Unbelievable. Which I'm yeah. excited about, but I have to say, I loved the performance they did, but I have to say, I feel like, what's his name, the professor? Roger Bart. Roger Bart is the real... Dr. Brown. Yeah. I feel, Doc, right. I feel like he could have been a little kooky. Gear. Well, maybe he is that's in the my, show. That's my only criticism. But maybe is he is in the show and just really not fun, in that and I'm excited to see it, but I thought he could have been a little kookier. Okay. That's all. Okay. Having <laughs> seen the show, he is kooky in the show. He's, he he's is? full okay. on. Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. So, okay. No, so highly it. recommend it yeah. to all the littles. Just to see yeah. the car and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. To oh. me, the highlights of Thanksgiving, aside from the family and food, of course, yeah. share. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Roxy's yes. a little, Dolly Parton, yes. man. Yes. Roxy's a little jealous about Cher. I'm a little jelly. Cher. I'm a little jelly. But I mean, <laughs> just to... Go I, to the I, Rockettes Instagram. I mean, I, <laughs> I've heard some of the story of like how that all came about and just what a classy person she is and just wonderful human she is. Like, I'm, Unbelievable. I'm so, so excited two legends. for my friends. So the Rockettes like, got all pictures with Cher did, at the parade. Oh. Yeah, but so I wasn't was... there. But that's okay. I live vicariously through my friends. <laughs> okay, so. and then we'll close with Dolly because... That, oh. This is my favorite meme I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Someone had the picture of Dolly, and it said, so great that the Dallas Cowboys are celebrating a cheerleader from the last time they won the Super Bowl. Well played. I was a little taken aback when I first, I had to do a double take, but she looks incredible. She's 77. She looks incredible, and to have the... I don't give a crap what people think and just be like, this is me and this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do. Full and on I Dolly. just, I yeah. love her so much. Yeah. So, so much. And I, I want to be like, like her. What is she wearing right now? I was a little bit like that. But then when you saw it close up, you yeah. could see it was like a bodysuit underneath. Huh? Yeah. It wasn't like. I was all sparkly in her yeah. midsection. I'm like, I would wear that. I don't like to show my <laughs> midsection, but I would definitely wear that. But you know what? She looked, yeah, 77. She looks amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Go girl. Yeah. That's all you can say. Absolutely. Now, real quick, before we get out of here, we should give a little shout out to our, what do we call him? Our picker? Like our picker. Bob Sproul. What? Oh. <laughs> Picked all our games. <laughs> well, no, because he did really, I mean, okay, we didn't give him the point spread. So they're pretty, the games were terrible. No, but he called the upset. That's what I was going to say. He mm. did call, he picked Detroit, but he did say if there's going to be an upset, Green. it's yeah. going to be Green Bay over Detroit. So he Go pretty Bob. much nailed it the whole day. Yeah. Okay. Except that he picked Detroit. But... <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Right, we right. hear you, Bob. Um, but yeah, the games are terrible. We don't yeah, talk about those things yeah. here, but I was really, really they disappointed. They were not very good. It was just, yeah, terrible Thanksgiving games. You know what? It didn't matter how bad those games were because <laughs> the Jets played the next day, well, and that 
oh, took I w- the stink off of Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I was including that, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I and was, I'm a Jets fan, people. I was kind of including that, and the rest of the games weren't much better. My Saints took a tumble, but you know the Buffalo. Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, but the Buffalo Buffalo Philly game was good. So, mm-hmm. and we don't do sports on this, so let's yeah. let's get off of that. All right, well, we got to get out of here. Very exciting. Meet the Littles guests. Yes, as always. Yes, Ritz and, is already uh, doing the happy dance. He's doing the happy dance because this is someone we've, is really we were trying cool. to get on for a while. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Heather in Wisconsin, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFT Podcast Network. There's a look in your eye. There's a word on your breath. We're half crazy. We're both placing our bets. The dealer shows me a jack, but I'm a queen tonight. Counting dollars, we're criminals. So lock me up and never let me go. I may be a pistol, but I know how to aim. I may be a loser, but I still got game. We got diamonds in our eyes, our hearts are ready to roam. And when the chips are down, we can run away from our Littles, another first for the Loyal Littles podcast. I am humbled and honored to finally be saying we are being played in this episode by the band formerly known as Hot Pink Hangover. And this song is called Runaway. Now, if you like what you hear, they can still be found all over your streaming devices, wherever you get your music, Bandcamp, iTunes, any of those places. Just head on over there and search Hot Pink Hangover. And as always, we will play the full song Runaway at the end of the podcast. Alright, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. Are you feeling hot? I'm feeling hot. It's a little hot. And here, I'm feeling it? a specific color. Is it, are you feeling you are looking kind of pinkish? Pink? Yeah. Well maybe a little that'll, bit. Maybe that'll have something to do with who we're gonna get to meet right now. Yeah. We're getting excited for this one. Littles, please welcome to the podcast Dave Vandermolen. Hey Dave, how's it going? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys doing? Now, now should we just rip the band-aid off? Yes. I mean, Roxy can tell I'm, I'm all giddy. I'm all giddy. This is very exciting. <laughs> because, I mean, we got a celebrity here. We do. In Tony's world, this is, I mean, I'm so excited. I forget how we got in touch. I think it was Bob Walsh mm-hmm. that put us in touch. But go ahead. Let's rip the Band-Aid off before you tell everyone where you're from and all that. Tell them what you just retired from. <laughs> well, I just retired from playing guitar in the band Hot Pink Hangover. Yeah, yeah there it is. <laughs> now, Dave, this is such a pleasure. It really is. Uh, take a second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Tell us a little something about yourself. I'm Dave Vandermolen, a.k.a. Davey Hazard, as uh, Kornheiser and, and the Littles probably know me better as. I'm from Minnesota, kind of the Minneapolis area. And by day, I am a special education teacher. Excellent. Wow. Now, did you grow up there? Where did you go to school? All that kind of stuff. Yep. I went to Edina High School. You might know that from the Mighty Ducks movie. I think Adam oh. Banks is from oh. Edina, and he gets made fun of a lot because <laughs> of that. So, um I get called cake eater quite a bit to this day. <laughs> so that's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And did you go to college and anything? Yeah, I stayed pretty close. I went to the University of Minnesota for my undergrad, and then um, I wanted to pursue further education. So I went to a school called St. Thomas, which is also in the Minneapolis area. Okay. Okay. What was your major? Um, my major was psychology, undergrad, and then I got my master's in special education. Okay. And I've been this, doing doing that ever since. This Amazing. always blows me away, Roxy. Okay. Nothing. Not one word about music. Right. Not one. Right. Whatsoever. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I guess we're going to get into that. Miles will just dwell sure. right into it because like, so how did this happen? How did, is it just a hobby? Did you always play guitar? Yeah, I've been playing guitar ever since, I want to say, middle school. I, I found my dad's acoustic guitar buried away in some storage room, and I, I tuned all the strings to, in a certain way so that I could just jam on it and sing mm-hmm. without having to play any notes. Um, so that was how I wrote my first song, and it sounded absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, and then ever since then, I just, you know, from there on, I decided to start looking up what are called tabs. I don't yeah. know if there are other musicians out there. Yeah. And just learned how to play my favorite songs and uh, started my first band in high school. And I've been in some form of band until now, ever since then. Wow. All right. So do you not read music at all? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I, I, I read a little bit of music. I played trumpet in middle school. Oh, so I, okay. I did learn how to read music there, but I never learned how to read music for guitar. Right. Wow. This, I, this stuff always so fascinates amazing. me because of myself being a professional musician and hearing these stories about these brilliant musicians that have no yeah. idea how to read music. Right. You know, and it's just, <laughs> right. it always cracks me up and I always tell the stories and I'm like, no, it's very common. It really is. Um, I certainly wouldn't put myself on that level, well, but okay. you no, know, I do, I do not read music. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's fine. I, I didn't mean to make it sound like that, but yeah, no, exactly. I mean, look in our world, you're a star. So yes. that's all you need to know. <laughs> yes. So, that's great. Well, that's... thank you. I'm, I'm really glad you enjoy it. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Now we'll get into all the bands in a little bit after we take a quick break, but let's get into your fandom. Now, this is so interesting because of the Littles world and like, how did you become a Little and all that stuff? So interesting story. Well, we'll start with the not interesting part. I, I, watched, Pardon, <laughs> I watched Pardon the Interruption a lot, kind of high school, college, um, I would just kind of put it on in the background when I'm working out. So that's how I first became familiar with Tony Kornheiser. I wasn't even aware of the podcast until I started Hot Pink Hangover. And uh, my brother is a very loyal listener. And oh. he, he told me, he's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Tony Kornheiser has a podcast and bands submit songs every week and he plays songs. You should give it a shot. And I was like, okay. Like, you know, I think Tony Kornheiser is a super famous sports guy, which yeah, he is. Right. Sure. So I thought I had zero chance, but I submitted... The first song we ever recorded, The Summer That Johnny Drowned, I submitted it one day. And the next day, Nigel gets back to me and is like, hey, Davey, we're going to play your song tomorrow. Um, be sure to tune in. And I was wow. I was just so, so excited. I was on vacation in Clearwater at the time. And I just remember being so psyched because I had never had one of my songs played on any sort of podcast or radio station ever in the past. And it just really felt like I'd made it almost, yeah. you know, and yeah. I, I just thought it was so, so cool. And well, just wait till you so hear your surreal. song on the Loyal Littles podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. see how that goes. Oh, I know. It's, it's even better, right? <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, yeah. And then just from then on, uh, Nigel, he actually continued to reach out to me. He's like, hey, do you have any more songs? And so I was like, yeah, we got, we got a bunch of them. So I wow. feel like almost, you know, every month I would submit a new song to them and they would play it immediately. And I was just so, so grateful. And so, it was, it was, and you're yeah, saying that's how you became a fan of Tony Kornheiser because of that or... Other stuff. Yeah, I became I became a, a deeper fan of Tony Cornish. I see. Gotcha. Absolutely. And uh, there was actually a point where I was going to take a trip to D.C. 
And so I set up a meeting with him. I, I actually went to a live recording at Chatter back when that was still open. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I got to sit and listen to him live and meet him and Nigel and the whole crew. And they played one of my songs while I was there in the restaurant listening, oh, you know, on the podcast, which was a really, really cool experience. That must and have been I'll, great. Yeah. I'll just, he was, and, and Tony was just the nicest guy. He, yeah. he, he said, keep submitting your songs. I love your band name. I love the music. We'll keep playing your songs as long as you submit them. And oh, wow. he was just the, the nicest dude I've ever met. So yeah. that was really, really fun. That's well, so, great. so great to hear. Okay, now let's go back to your brother, though. Now, you said he's yeah. a, a diehard Tony Kornheiser Oh, fan? yeah. I don't, I don't think he misses a, an episode. He's And he still texts me. He's like, hey, they're playing your song again, man. I'm like, whoa, really? Like, <laughs> well, but let's get to us now. How jealous is he that you're now going to have a Chuck and Roxy number and he doesn't? He's pretty jealous. Yeah? He, he, he's, yeah. No, I told him and he he, he knew about you guys for okay. sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll have to get him on, too. Yeah, we'll get him on. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, he would love that. We've had brothers on in yep. the past. So yep. we've done that, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, this would be great. Yeah. Is he in a band? Uh, he was in one of my bands. Oh, he was? Growing okay. Up in, uh, yeah, in college, we were in a band together called Somewhere Violet. You have a thing with colors. I do have a thing with colors. Yeah, we're going to get into all that. Okay, okay. Because I want to hear more about all his bands. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few others. Yeah, yeah, but real quick, before we take a quick break, now we usually go into, you're from Minnesota your whole life, so I'm guessing, but what's your fandom, sports fandoms, what's your favorite sport, favorite teams, things like that? Yep, big Vikings fan, big Timberwolves fan. I will watch the Twins occasionally, and I will watch the Wild occasionally. So, yeah, it's really all Minnesota sports, okay. um, but I won't miss a Vikings game, and I do my best not to miss a Timberwolves game. I, okay. I watch a lot of those, too. So how do you feel about your new quarterback here? I feel pretty good. It's kind of exciting, actually, to have a quarterback that can run around and make plays yeah. like that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've had a scrambling quarterback on the Viking. So that's been pretty exciting to watch. All right, excellent. Now, I'm going to take you back only because uh, he doesn't. you don't know my sports fandom at all, do you? I'm not familiar, no. Because I, I don't think I've ever asked this person. This is how nice I'm being just because you agreed to come on our podcast. Let's go back 2018. Maybe it was 19. I really don't remember. NFL playoffs. There's no way you're winning this game. There's no way. You're playing the Saints. The Saints sure. just need one more play. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens. What was that like? I'm a diehard Saints fan, and it. Oh, I, I kind of want to hear your side. Yeah. Too. <laughs> well, I mean, tell you. well, I don't know what was. I still don't think it's as worse as the non-pass interference call against the yeah. Rams. Okay, mm. we get screwed oh, was, all the that time. That was bad. Yeah. Now, I remember this watching one, that live too, and I, I felt bad for yeah. for Saints fans to be yep. honest. That was well because we all knew one. that was our last chance with Drew Brees and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yep. And, Yep. I, part of me is kind of glad because Roxy here is a diehard Patriots fan, and that <laughs> mm. means we would have played the Patriots in yeah. the Super Bowl that year. So yeah. I'm kind of glad, oh. and then I could root really hardcore against the Rams, right? You know, and I'm rooting sure, for the sure, Patriots. sure. But no, I mean seriously, I mean, were you in it? Were you just like, I'm shutting this off? There's no way we're winning this game. You know, no, what I'm I, I typically watch until the end of games, even if I know it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. I'm a Minnesota mm-hmm. sports fan, so I'm just used yeah. to that. Okay. <laughs> But that type of thing never happens to Minnesota sports fans. Like, you know, they call it the Minneapolis miracle and it really did. It did feel like a miracle. It's like, it's like one of those things where you remember exactly where you were at the time and who you were with. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a, a uniting moment for our state. Like it was all that people were talking about that week. And it was all that was playing on TVs. You'd walk on into any bar and it would just be on loop. And like, (laughs) I, I never get sick of watching it. It's so fun to watch just the call that uh, the radio announcer had. And it's just, it was just such a cool moment for Minnesota yeah. sport. I mean, it made me sick, but at least that one <laughs> I'm for, <sure. laughs> for me, at least though, that's us beating ourselves. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Absolutely. Our guy just screwed up. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yep. We don't know what he was thinking. I mean, I've never obviously met the guy. Can't ask him. Like, what <laughs> yeah. were you thinking? Like, all you had to do yeah. is, yeah. Anyway, but at least him. there's <laughs> that where you can, you, you're still going to feel like crap, but at least you could say, well, we beat ourselves right. or you could say they beat us fair and square. The right. other one, not so much, but right. that's, <laughs> and I, and I get, I don't want to get any emails listeners. I know we should have played defense and we could have still won the game mm-hmm. and all that crap. <laughs> But it didn't but help. That should have ended the game. That should have yeah. ended the game. We yep. should have gone to the Super Bowl. Anyway, so yeah. You, would you say NFL is your favorite sport then? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I got into fantasy football like 10 years ago or whatever. Okay. And I've been watching lots and lots of games since then. Gotcha. So. Cool. All right. Well, let's cut this out. Let's <laughs> let's stop this right now. And let's get to what everyone wants to hear about. Okay. But we're going to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere. We're going to tease it. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Doxy <laughs> and Keith Ammerman. Keith Have yourself a merry Littles Christmas. Here's a shad haiku. We all have your back and we all curse Raju. Have yourself a merry little's Christmas. Here's Joe Arrow's song. It's an inside joke that's gone on far too long. Remember Steve the sycophant, Brendan Steenburgen, where's he? has gone God knows where I saw Aldridge on TV Through the web we all will sing together Jerry showed us how Kirsten Olmstead sings our lyrics I'm so have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Littles, tis the season. The Reverend Mark Schaefer, episode 66. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and we're lucky enough to have Dave with us, Roxy. Yeah. From? Hot Pink well, Hangover. the past. Oh. I mean, sadly, we're going to get into this right now. Yeah. What happened, man? Like, let's go way back, though. Tell us some of the name of your other bands. You started, you said you had a band in high school? <laughs> yes. That, that would be the one I'm most embarrassed of. It was a metal band. Oh. Um, not not great in hindsight. Not not a whole lot of great music came out of that band. Uh, well, were we they were called, all originals we were or were they drum, covers? What were they, they? Oh, it was all originals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. good for wow. you. Stuff and um, 
yeah, I got I got asked to be part of this band. And at that point, I was just really excited to play guitar in any band, but I was not really into metal music, so I didn't know how to write metal music, so I had to learn how to write mm. metal music. And some might argue I didn't do the best job with that. <laughs> That's impressive, though, because I was in bands, you know, in eighth grade and ninth grade, and it was just all cover. Yep. You know? Sure, sure. And the, ironically, the funny part was we came up with this concept. I had a couple, I thought, good names, okay? I had two names that I put in when we were trying to come up with a name. My first one was The What. Mm-hmm. Now that's clever, right? That is clever. I mean, the who was like still it. out there. Right. Yep. There was no the what. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. that's clever. And then my other one, because we were all kids, you know, whatever, middle school, was Youngblood. Yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. was a cool name. And that was based because that was when the movie with Rob Lowe. Yeah. Was that a hockey movie? I think it was. Man. I'm way before your time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I think Youngblood was a hockey movie with, starring Rob Lowe and it had just come out and I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. That'd be a cool name for a band. And we're all young. So this is cool. And I think someone said, well, what if we're still together when we're older? That's not going to make any sense. <laughs> so what we ended up doing was we took the first initial from everyone's name. Now, I should have preempted this by saying I was the only guy in this band. Yeah. Okay. So it was me and four women. Yeah. Okay. And so we ended up coming up with Slash. And that's what we came up with. But we won the talent show in eighth grade with Manic Monday. Yeah. Because, you know, we had to do all like, what was the name of that band? Manic Monday? Yeah. Wasn't it the, bang- the Bangles? Bang- the Bangles. The Bangles and yeah. the Go-Go's. Because oh, right. it was all women. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just the drummer back right. there. But Slash. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> hey. a band named Slash should not be doing Manic Monday is my point. Right. So that's my point. But we... Uh, I'm saying I'm impressed because we just did all covers. Uh, we did a mean 25 or 64 because we had some brass in there and stuff right. like that. But yeah. Oh, cool. All right. What were the band instruments? Was it just bass, guitar, drums kind of thing? Yep. Bass, guitar, drums, and our, uh, our lead screamer. There was no singing. <laughs> okay. It was super cool. So yeah, I played guitar in that band, okay. obviously. I do also play drums, though. I've never played oh, nice. um, on stage with any groups, but I do play drums. Oh, excellent. Which I, which so, I almost enjoy more than guitars. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's fun, to, fun to get that energy out. Yeah. So <laughs> you gotta get those. Yeah, I understand. So what was the name of the band? Uh, so my first band was called From This Dying Hope, Super Emo. <laughs> now, it, that was, that's not the full name. I'm just saying it was Super Emo. Yeah. It would have been better if at the end it said Super Emo. Yeah. That would have. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then let's see. My next band was When Atlas Falls. Mm. And that was when I met our current producer, and an original bass player named Joey Starkey, he was part of Hot Pink Hangover for the first few years. Okay. And I met, I met him in When Atlas Falls and uh, worked with him in all of the projects, including Somewhere Violet, which I mentioned earlier. Yep. And then Hot Pink Hangover being the most recent project and by far most successful project I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you said it, most successful. So can we go into that? Like you all just sure. wanted to do your own thing now? Yeah. It, just, it got to the point where... I say most successful, and I wouldn't even consider us, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we weren't super successful. Like, we weren't getting, we weren't, like, touring nationally or anything. But, I mean, we were, were, you know, we were on various radio stations locally, and we were playing shows every week. And I think for all of us, just the stress started to outweigh the joy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. It's a lot of work, you know, a lot of rehearsals, a lot of time just put into writing and recording and traveling. And it just kind of got to be too much. Yeah. So we're taking... Uh, a break, a, a long break. <laughs> we we did get back together was, for one show over the summer. Yeah, which was fun. We did a little reunion show. Well, I we were um, going to say thank you for that. I mean, the little. Yeah. I mean, oh, they lost yeah. their minds. They lost their minds. <laughs> and that's yeah. why we started to try and get in touch. Quick shout out Bob Walsh for putting us in touch mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and setting that up. I mean, how cool was that? And then for it to be live streamed and it was just yeah. 
such a yeah. good time. And how did that go? What was that like? It was really fun. We, we put quite a bit of effort into it. I think we spent, you know, we had at least 10, 15 rehearsals leading up to it. And wow. so it, it was fun to get back with the group and get into the basement again. And we had a second guitarist play with us for the first time, which was kind of fun to, oh. to hear those secondary guitar parts that are on the album, but we've never really had them live. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so that was kind of a fun experiment. And, and how yeah, long I, had you been broken up before you got back together this summer? It was about a year. Wow. And then, okay. yeah, someone reached out, one of the littles, and wanted us to do that show. So we said, heck yeah. Yeah. They've wow. always been super supportive of us. And That's we, awesome. yeah, so we wanted to do something. Dave, all I can remember is the pit in some of our stomachs when we heard the news that Hot Pink Halo was bringing up. I don't know if it was Nigel who broke the news. Yeah. Or yeah. if it was Tony. You must have yeah. you must have sent him in an email or something. Yep. But yep. yeah. I've never seen, because I've been with this the whole time with the music. And that's why we do it on our show because that is the one thing I definitely wanted to emulate when we started this podcast because being independent artists ourselves, we understand how important that is just for that exposure Mm -hmm. and things like that. So that's why we continued it on our podcast as well. I haven't seen many like your band. Yeah. Like take over. We have one that's kind of, we call him the hot pink hangover of the Loyal Littles podcast. And that uh, that's a band <laughs> called Norwegian Soft Kitten. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a great name. It's yeah, a great name. It is. It's a great name. We yeah. just love the name. Uh-huh. And we play a lot of their stuff. And we've had others, of course, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but there's just certain bands that stick out and Hot Pink Hangover was just that was it for the Littles, I yeah. think. And it's just that must be so cool. I mean, I I get where you like you said, we're not touring nationally and it's not like people all over the country know who we are. But I mean, they kind of do if you think about it, because littles are everywhere. Yeah. So and there were actually many, many littles who would fly out to Minnesota to see our shows. Like that was just it was really, really cool to see. And we just got to meet so many people across the country, um, either virtually or in person. It was just really, really cool to see all the support that we got Mm -hmm. through through this show. We're just happy and, and sad that you broke up, but you know, happy that you're able to experience that. Yeah. And thank yeah. you for, especially on behalf of the Littles, thank you. Please thank your bandmates for doing that reunion concert yes. because I know no, it meant a, a lot, lot to the Littles. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you everyone for being so supportive through the years. And the plan is, I, I, I would like to start another band with many of the same members. So be on the lookout for that. I, I will definitely be submitting that to Absolutely. Tony as well as we get that going. Mm-hmm. But okay. Can't um, wait to hear the yeah. band name. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I know, right? Do, do you have will any it have hints? a color in it? Right, yeah. right. Do you have any hints? Do you have any ideas? I, you know, I haven't even gotten that far yeah. yet. All right. Yeah. We got to start. Yeah. yeah. Start enough. writing first and then nice. we'll, we'll decide on the name. All right. Well, Dave, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. Now, as you know, though, we have some fun, dumb questions we're going to end with. That's okay. Great. All right, Roxy, what do we got? All right. What is one special hidden talent that no one else knows about? Wow, that's not where I thought you were going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one special hidden talent. Well, you already um, gave up the drums, so it has to be I know, I gave up the drums. You know, I, I just released um, my first children's book, so I am, I'm actually an author as well. Oh, my gosh. All right. Here we go again, Roxy. <laughs> yep. Multi-talented. <laughs> this Bury the Lead Moment is brought to you by Aaron's Books. Go to aaronsbooks.com. And don't forget to use our code. LLPOD. Okay, Dave. These are things... <laughs> we should talk about earlier in the podcast. That's all I'm going to say. So let's talk. Do you have a book? I have a book. Yeah. I just released a uh, children's book, my very first one. 
Excellent. All right. So let's talk about this. Yeah. So uh, I've been working in special education for over 15 years. And uh, ever since I started, I've really wanted to write a book that I thought would help my students. And so I came up with a book called Andy the Alien, A Social Emotional Learning Story. Um, And it's about an elementary aged alien who comes to Earth and uh, learns about how to identify and manage his emotions in the classroom. That is so wonderful. And this is self-published? It's self-published. Okay. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, though. So, okay. and, uh, well, we'll... I, I think it's being spread to more websites, but Amazon's probably the best place. Okay, we'll it. definitely plug that at the end. Great. All right, excellent. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Man, I've always loved South Park. Probably one of those kids from South Park. They just ha- ha- seem to have so much fun, and I, I kind of wish my childhood was just like theirs. All right, so. hopefully not Kenny, though. I mean, right? Not Kenny, not Kenny. No, not no, Kenny. No. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? No, she doesn't know. Not really. All right. I'll tell her off air. (laughs) I did make you watch the South Park movie, though, didn't I? Not the movie. Oh. Or maybe we started it and I wasn't really into it. No, you'd be into it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. She has seen Book of Mormon, though. I I have. have brought it up. Yes. That was great. That's hilarious. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Okay. If you could shoot one condiment out of your finger, what would it be? Ooh. Probably hot sauce. Yeah. I, I oh. put hot sauce on almost everything. Okay. Though okay, no, I wouldn't be able to rub my eyes. That'd well, be- all right. Ironically, that's Roxy's that's choice. That's my choice because, because I would use it for self-defense. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 Kind of two in one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she doesn't like hot sauce at all. I mean, I'll use it on occasion, but it's not my go-to condiment of choice for consuming. But... It could seriously hurt somebody's yeah, eyes. So yeah, it could hurt someone, and your friends would love you. I'm sure yeah, your friends like hot right. sauce. So yeah, yeah. exactly. All okay. right. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? You don't want to know, Ross. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe we do. Don't threaten us with a good time, sir. Oh my gosh. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I would I would just mess with my friends. I yeah. would find a way to to just confuse the hell out of them and make sure I have a camera going and. I yeah, love that. I think that'd be super fun. All right, last one. If you could open for any band, who would you want that to be? Oh, my goodness. There are so many good bands out there that I would love to meet. But I think the band that I've liked the longest and have been the most consistent for me in my life is Green Day. Oh. Uh, they, they came out with American Idiot in high school, and that's mm-hmm. just one of my favorite albums of all time. Yep. And I think just getting to meet them and getting to play with them would be a dream come true. Now, have you ever seen the Broadway show? That's on my list of things to do. I I created a list that's called 40 by 40, which are 40 things I want to do before I turn 40. One of the things on there is writing a children's book, so I can check that out. Excellent. Yeah, another one is seeing American Idiot, the Broadway musical, which I think I missed. I think it's only playing in Europe now or something. Yeah, and it's all, well, I mean, there might be be regional productions, but yeah, it's not on tour or anything like that Mm -hmm. anymore. And it's definitely Did you guys ever get a chance to see it? Oh, I saw it front row. I did not. Oh my God. My chest was like vibrating. Yeah. It was so, (laughs) I got those, um, their lottery tickets. You know, in their front row for yep. whatever. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh. Like it was so painful to sit there. Like <laughs> I was just I, I know I'm gonna sound like I'm eighty, but <laughs> my body was vibrating from the, yeah. the bass yeah. and the drums. Oh my God. And, yeah. But I had a couple friends in it, which was really cool to see them so mm-hmm. close. Oh, are you serious? They were oh. were they playing or were they were they performing? Oh, yeah. or? No, they were in the they were in the show. Yeah, I mean the musicians on are on stage for the show and yep. then they sing yep. along. The coolest thing, I don't know if I want to ruin it for you though. I mean it's not really a spoiler alert. It's been close for a decade. It's fine. The best part is the finale. Definitely don't leave until after the curtain call. That's all I'll say. Okay. That's yeah. the best all part. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's very acoustic, and they all come out, and they play the song you know that they're going to play. Yeah. Of uh, course. Of course. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just so cool. It was, yeah. Wow. It was really cool. Yeah. So highly I, recommend it. All right, Roxy, let's end with some rapid fire. All right. Coke or Pepsi? 
Coke. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Mmm, crunchy. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. All right, I'm going to cross my fingers on this one. Oh, gosh. Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Brady Bunch. Ooh, it was quick. I'm not super familiar with the Partridge Family, to be honest, but I watched like... The Brady Bunch movies yep. growing up. Like, yep. I uh-huh. really like those. thought those were pretty funny. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's like that one that said, I Dream of Jeannie with Will Ferrell. Oh, <laughs> uh, one of those. Th- those are the yeah, Brady Bunch yeah, movies exactly. you're talking about. Right? I'm not quite that bad. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's great. <laughs> all right. Cake or pie? Ooh, probably pie. Okay. Okay. And Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Usually funny. Usually oh. funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. All right. So you don't hate them, but you didn't say, okay, not always funny. You, <laughs> I think always. You, it's probably, we've discussed this a lot. It's all about the delivery. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah, when yeah. Tony does it on PTI, we love it. Mm-hmm. You know, we think yeah. it's hilarious, but and sure. most importantly, because Wilbon hates them. So <laughs> it irritates Wilbon. <laughs> yep. So we're yes. good. So, all right. Well, Dave, cannot thank you enough. I know the littles are going to love this. Thank you for taking the time. Let's plug everything. How can people get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with and plug your book again? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Dave Vandermolen. If you want to shoot me a message, feel free. You can find my book on Amazon. Again, it's called Andy the Alien, A Social Emotional Learning Story. If you search all of that, it should be the only thing that pops up. And yeah, feel free to reach out at any point and I'd love to get to know you all a little better. All right, and we'll put all that in the show notes yep. for you so they can just look it up there. Yep. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Excellent. Okay. Now, we're, we can't wait to find out what your brother is. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't give anything away. I know that might have sounded weird, but yeah, 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 weird yeah. on the podcast here. So, <laughs> Dave, thank you again so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you both. Oh, and eat it, Eric. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Oh, oh, oh. Guess who? It's after Thanksgiving. The Rockettes are rocking. So I guess it's time to make an appearance and wish a happy three-year Loyal Littles podcast anniversary to Roxy and her little drummer boy, Chuck. Ho, ho, ho! Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. Now I'm laughing because... I'm just realizing that from that first segment, we didn't answer the question. We already got an email from episode 178, I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to get back to that in a second. You hear the music. We have to say a quick goodbye. It was fun knowing you. Um, Dina and Damascus, episode 53. Dina. You've been guillotined. You've been chopped, guillotined. Uh, she did much better this year, though. She yeah, actually even yeah. won a few weeks, I think. Yeah. She definitely won one for sure. She might have won two. Progress. Um, Definitely progress because I think she was like second person out last year. Yeah, I think so. So, mm-hmm. what'd she make? Top six? Was this six? I think I we're so. done. Five or six, something like that. So, congratulations on a well played season. Mm-hmm. Yes, well fought. Uh, okay, so let's get back to this. I was I was laughing because I realized we I was going from Tim Cree's email. It says our parade's done. We never answered that question. We were talked all about the parade. So I'm gonna say I guess no. I don't think so because we were all. We had all positive. I mean, was there anything bad in the parade that you were like? I mean, there's always bad stuff that I fast forward through. Like, yeah, some the, of the stuff. The Josh Gad and oh, Andrew yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, they thing. weren't doing good with the microphone. They were not doing yeah. very good with the microphone. That's a, that's a production um, issue, though. 
Yeah, but also just their banter back and forth, it just seemed a little too much or too, I don't know, like they were trying too hard. Yeah. And I yeah. Under, I think it was their first time like having a role like that. So, okay, the excitement and you want to do well, but I think they were trying too hard. Yeah, I mean, I kind of don't really watch any of the pop yeah. singers really much yeah. anymore and I kind of went into that in the first segment there but was a solo stove float did you see there that was. No. Yes, yeah. there. <laughs> there someone was. posted that on the Littles pages right away but I they think were like the, Roxy's yeah. not there but solo stove <laughs> is that was, the, that was the comment but I, I do think parades are still a very fun idea and I like them. Well, especially that one of that magnitude oh I know I, I gotta mean, say being in the crowd and you look around you yeah. sometimes forget and by the way, all the adults are taking pictures of everything. And then yeah. you turn around and you see little kids in the crowd. And this yeah. is their... It's special. This is the special part of their special day. It's yeah. amazing. Right. All right. And let's get to the cleanup on Isle Chuck from the interview. So I was right. I believe I had that Youngblood was a hockey movie from 1986. So that's, that was right when that came out. was when we were... I was in eighth grade. It was not even a thought. Yeah, you weren't even born yet. Oh, that's <laughs> upsetting. Rob uh, Lowe. But there were some really cool things. It's, it, it's uh, directed and co-produced and co-written by Peter Markle, but starring Rob Lowe, Cynthia Gibb, and Patrick Swayze. Ooh. I don't remember that. And the film's cast also includes Keanu Reeves in his first feature film role. Oh. Yeah, but oh, I Patrick didn't realize Swayze. that was his first movie. That's wow. awesome. Patrick Swayze. Wow. Yeah. And then we were talking about the Minnesota Miracle, of course, to my detriment. And uh, that was in 2018, so it was part of the 2017 season, but mm -hmm. the game actually happened in 2018. Okay. So we're just checking up on those. Okay. Where do we want to go? Do we want to go emails first, or sh do I get to rant? You can rant. There's no holding back, Chuck. He has two rants. Two. Well, all right, oh, I'll do no. one, because Roxy loves this one. And then a big one. Well, because Roxy's <laughs> being a hero over here, and I'm like, being I even said, dope. if I wake up and see you laying on the floor in the kitchen... <laughs> <laughs> Like, What's going on, Roxy? Well, she yells at me for doing stupid things like, all right, so we have a ladder in the apartment because we have these high... Which Chuck goes on, I do not. Right. I she don't do like, ladders. Right. She doesn't do ladders. Okay. And it's like, what, five steps? Yeah. It's, Even it's, one step is too high for me. It's a medium-sized ladder. It's yeah. not really tall, but it's it's tall enough. And mm -hmm. sometimes I'm a dope and go on the top without yeah. anyone around. And she hates that. But half the time, it's I'm halfway in the closet. <laughs> Does that make sense? So, so you're balancing yourself. Even if I fall, you I have something to hang on, on to. And, then, and, it's, can, and it's then it's like a, what, a three-foot drop, maybe, maybe four-foot. Maybe. So I'm not going to die unless I land on my head or something. <laughs> anyway. I come out, I get up on Thanksgiving morning. I know we still have to deal with the turkey and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's in the brine. We're going to get it out, put it in the turkey roasting Thanks, pan. Thanks, Steve Osbolt. Yeah. And I look around and I see the turkey pan. Now, we keep the turkey pan. Littles, do you have this where in your kitchen where you have cabinets and then you have room on top of the cabinets? Yeah. In between that and the ceiling? Yeah. Okay. So we have some decorative things. Yeah. But we also had our turkey pan. Yeah. Well, it's down. And I'm like, where'd that come from? And you're like, she was like, oh, I got it. And like. Well, I know the ladder was in there. I'm like, I know you didn't use the ladder. Like, how, she's Were you like climbing on things. Climbed yeah, on I the was. counter. <laughs> she climbed she's on very the counter. I washed the counter afterwards, <laughs> so my dirty that. feet did not affect any of the I food. I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm more worried about you slipping and falling off said counter. Well, that's I why hope I didn't your mother wear, and father hear this episode. That's why I didn't wear socks so that I wouldn't slip. Okay, that's gross. Good but call. No, well, that's why I said, don't worry. I cleaned the counter. Now we need to hear from the people who came for Thanksgiving. It was just me. Okay, so. I don't it's know. Not that I don't know how I feel about you playing Spider-Man and climbing all <laughs> over counters and on top of the refrigerator to get the turkey. It wasn't pan down. like I was climbing on counters. It was one counter to get the pan. Yeah, but right, and I question. was very careful. It's still What's a little dangerous. What's your dessert of choice in this household on Thanksgiving? Uh, honestly, 
we didn't have dessert because I she makes this dish that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I know it's just very common, I guess, yes. but but I guess we, I candied sweet potatoes. Okay, but there's so what she put marshmallows on them and we roast the marshmallows. Of course, it's like a s'more. So it's, it's like a dessert, dessert more than a side dish. Yes. Is what you're saying. I always like save it for last because I feel like it's my dessert. All right. Now, did we go anywhere? Oh yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. I forgot about that. We were out very late. Oh. Ooh. We didn't get home till like two in the morning. Yeah, we went to a friend's house for dessert and. Uh, but I didn't have any dessert. They had pie. Oh, I had a cookie. I had a cookie. They had pie and cookies. A lot of pies, different pies. Yeah. I had a slice of apple pie. You know, it was good. I do wish I had time to make my homemade apple pie, but maybe at some other point, maybe for Christmas. But I didn't really, I guess I had a cookie, so I guess that counts. But what's your dessert of choice? Yeah, I don't do... Wait, you brought this whole thing up and you don't have any? No, I don't don't like sweet potato pie. Oh. Okay. Uh, To me, keep sweet potatoes in their lane as like a side dish on the main plate. Right. But I baked cookies, baked a cake, and we had apple pie. Okay. What kind of cake? Uh, it was a flourless chocolate cake. Ah. ah. Yeah. Excellent. I do the cooking. Yeah. Yeah. We did it together. We did it together. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I did a the lot. Potatoes, did I did the green beans. Yeah. You helped with the turkey a lot. Yeah. Um, we did that together. But yeah. Then you did the. I did the candy sweet potatoes, the stuffing. Oh, the homemade I stuffing. stuffing. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. yeah. The stuffing is good. The cranberry sauce. That's uh, in a can. <laughs> All right, let's try. We have to do a Little's Friendsgiving next year. Ooh. We have to figure oh. that out. That could be fun. That Put it on the really calendar. Fun. All right. <laughs> that could be really fun. Yeah. All right. So Chuck's back. Yes. My last thing Yay. I have to rant about. My second thing. Yep. Is it just a scam? The unemployment thing. Is it a scam? Have you ever been on unemployment, Ritz? Probably I have. Not. Oh, you have? I'll admit. Okay. I was part of a corporate layoff, and okay. uh, I remember even feeling a little bit guilty of it. And my dad says, you know, you pay into yeah, unemployment. Absolutely. You know, they take it out of your paycheck. That's where they get all that money. Yeah. yeah. And he said, it's your absolute right to take that unemployment while you're looking for another job. Yes. And I was like, okay. Yeah, with me, it was my, my I think my mom. Mm-hmm. I think I had to get convinced her. I'm like, well, I hope you're going to get used to this because shows come and go. Mm-hmm. You know, shows close, shows open, and then there's the in-between. Now... Because I have such a short window here, I did officially sign that contract yep. for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So I have four weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the main reasons, though, I wanted to do this, though, is so because for those of you that don't know about unemployment, you have to have an open claim. Right. And sometimes that can take a while to get established. You find out how much you're going to make, stuff right. like that. Right. And I didn't have an open claim since the pandemic. Sure. So I've been very lucky. So uh, I wanted to establish this. Okay. Now, the tricky part is, though, that they, they make it nearly impossible. Right. Okay, and this one's driving me crazy because I got through pretty much you can do it all online. Yep. And I got through all the hard stuff yeah. that I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this part. Right. Because you have to have like federal numbers, numbers from, the, whatever, from yeah. the company you worked for and you have to know your past three employers and their mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. I had all that down. It gets to the point where it's like, okay, great. How do you want your money? We can either put it on a debit card or you can have direct deposit. So I'm like, direct deposit. I get to that, fill out the bank, routing numbers, all that mm-hmm. stuff. The one on top, though, it says mother's maiden name. So I fill out my mother's main name. I click next. Because it was a security question I, to make sure it I was guess, you? I guess. I hit next. I'm one page away from finishing this thing. Mm-hmm. And it says, please check the... Something spe- was wrong. Something was wrong with your mother's main name. So I'm like, oh, maybe I left a space in there. I tried it again. Said, nope, something's wrong. I'm like, mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. Mother. <laughs> I'm like, so I tried it again. Now I'm locked out. Yeah. says three times you're locked out. Now, all that information I put in, the nine pages before Not this. Not saved. Well, oh. it's there right now, but eventually it went away, yes, now because... you have to call, because but there's nobody to call. It says, call this number, blah, blah, blah. 
I've now called that number for three days straight. Today I tried over 15 times. I even woke up early because they say, oh, you have to get up really early so you catch it right away. Mm -hmm. None of it. And now it's one of these things back in the day you could hold. And I, there were some times where I was on hold for four hours. Right. But at least I would eventually, up. I would at least get somebody eventually. Right. Now they just say, we're sorry. We're very busy today. Uh, please call back another time. Our hours are this. And they, they hang up on you. Oh, man. That's so, a legit I rant. So, I actually hate that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, you just have to keep. And then the worst part is every time you, you call choice. back, you have to then fill in your, you know, your social right. security number, your passcode, all that to get to that place where they then say, oh, sorry, all our representatives are busy. Call back later. Right. So it's like it's a thing. And you have to listen to their automated system. Yeah. To you talk have to, to go you. through the whole thing. Yeah. You can't just like. Yeah. You're not just pass. calling a number. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's right. ridiculous. So How's I think the hold it's, music. There is no hold. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. There's no holding. I wish there was holding. Yeah, they don't even give you the choice. Because I've done that where I just put my phone on speaker, listen to the hold music for four hours until someone picks up. Right. I'm happy to do that, but you can't even do that anymore. So I think it's a big scam. I don't know. I think I think they just don't want you to Littles, have your what say you? I, I don't know. They just don't want you to have your money. All right. Should we get to the emails? Yeah. We're almost out of time. All right. We have a couple here. All right. First, we heard from Charlie Warren, episode TBD. Okay. Okay. Now he says, Chuck and Roxy, I was visiting my daughter and son-in-law in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania over Thanksgiving. The long drive gave me a chance to catch up on the episodes. Uh, he's up to episode 63. Okay. It's pretty good. I did drag my family to, is it Litz? Lititz. Lititz for a moment. See, attached. She sent me a picture. I didn't use the code. I felt it better to support the fiercely independent bookstore than save a few bucks. So he went to Aaron's Books. Ah. Yeah, and, and oh, that's awesome. He met Todd's wife, but Todd wasn't there. Okay. He said, I then jumped to his episode to learn more about the store. I returned home to a nice surprise, a package of sponsorship swag. Yay, thank you. I joined various TK Facebook groups, and I'm listening to so many stories. I'm starting to feel like part of the family. La Cheesery, Charlie Warren. So you're very welcome. Thank you. He, be- he was one of the ones that became a supporter. Yes. So remember, Little, you become thank a supporter. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, you get, you get stuff. You get crap from us. Yeah. You know? Some of it's good. <laughs> Not all of it, but some of it's good. <laughs> then we heard from Roop, episode 48. He says, Chuck, stop acting like you're 75 years old. I think I, he was trying to mimic me by saying, I don't understand DoorDash and Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression. <laughs> you are only a few months older than me. Get with the times, you damn geezer. Now, all right, let's discuss. You're just channeling your inner Tony. <laughs> let's discuss. <laughs> he wants to be Tony so bad. I do. No, all right, seriously. Because here's the thing. I just was on tour with, what are they called? Not mal- What's the youngest you can be besides an infant? Like, what's that um, next generation? Gen Z. Gen Z. I had, yeah, okay. My assistant. Great, great assistant. But every day, sometimes multiple times, she uses DoorDash. Mm -hmm. Like, she never left the hotel. She Mm -hmm. always just had stuff delivered. Yeah. And they claim, and then the other guy that I was on tour with, he does the same thing. He's like, yeah, I pay that fee. So it's, he he says it's less delivery fees. I'm like, (laughs) but there's still delivery fees. Right. He's like, well, of course. I'm like, you could, sh- these restaurants that they're ordering from are literally like a block or two away. Oh, that's lame. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, they're get like, out well, and breathe I, some fresh air. I'm like, it's the generational thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Everything and I'm just is like, at their fingertips and everything they want is now. They want now. It's now, now, now. Right. But then it's funny when I hear them complain about, well, it was cold and terrible. And I'm like, well, if you would have just walked. I a- walked 15 no, miles no. in the snow no. to get to school. <laughs> Granted. Uphill in both directions. Yes. Sometimes it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Sometimes. But 
I mean, no, there were times where it was legit. Like, there's nothing within yeah, five miles. Yeah, right, but right. Still, right. I, I just I, it blows mile, my mind. A mile, I would walk that. So no, I don't have any of these things on my phone. You do, right? Not as apps. I do Seamless a lot. Oh, Seamless. That's in the something city, different. But yeah, I'm do you sure do this stuff? App, but I do not. And I will confess when. Uh, I guess it was during the height of COVID when everybody was quarantining and shelter in place. All those apps were heavy up on promotions. Yep. And I think I signed up for something because they gave you 50% off your first order. So right. I was like, all right, I'll do it for the first order, get yeah. my 50% yeah. off. And then I never did it again. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm thinking about just me, my generation, were you know, it's Gen Z's thing, but I think we've latched onto it and that's TikTok. I don't understand TikTok. I think it's, I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't know how to use it. I don't know how it works. My dressing room tries to explain it to me all the time and I still don't get it. And I am of the generation that uses TikTok a lot. And so I don't know, Chuck, I'm kind of coming to your defense here. I mean, you will never be an influencer, Roxy. I will not. (laughs) But yeah, I just, there are definitely things that I don't get I just and that's okay especially like when I was on the road sure there were sometimes but even then I just like well I'll figure it out I'll make a peanut butter and fluff sandwich in my hotel room right you know if there's nothing to eat better than that but that was my concern was that you weren't going to be eating well but it's better than to like order like fast food like Taco Bell at one in the morning I mean it's probably about the same I guess I guess it's about the same I don't know I just gotta go to a sheets it just yeah (laughs) hell yeah no it just blew my mind that like every I'm not kidding Two, three times a day, she would use this. Yeah, and that's she would, a little excessive. I yeah, think. but that's how that's how they do it. Yeah, you know they they don't even know about mm-hmm. walking a mile. Yeah, I mean I you would do, walk a mile. I understand you also have to be careful, especially if you're in a place that you don't know. Go with a buddy, have a buddy system, sure. all of that, okay. just for safety reasons. But I, that's not I why they were but, doing it. That's but to do that three times it a wasn't day, that they didn't feel well safe. they were too busy in their hotel rooms following tiktoks to <laughs> go maybe, out maybe that was <laughs> lost it. track of time <laughs> right. all right and then let's end with this kim wilson two l's episode 36 who we might get to see soon yes she's coming to see the show right yes. she's our runner yeah yeah yes yeah ritz wants to go running with you in central park absolutely yeah, you're up for it yeah we were talking about that off air she just says for steve's cookbook what about littles who lunch as Ooh. a nod to company Ooh. Now, for the littles that don't know, the Broadway show company, there's a song called Ladies Who Lunch. I like that. Littles Who Lunch. That's cute. I that do like that. Call, so keep Kim. keep those coming in, Littles, if mm-hmm. you uh, want to throw out a name for the cookbook, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. Littles Who Lunch. I don't remember the other one that he said off the top of my head, but I like that too mm-hmm. when we first got it. But anyway, Ritz, so good to see you. Thanks for having me, it's, guys. It's been uh, almost two months, right? For it's us. good to be back in the oh, studio audience. Last thing real quick. What the hell happened last Thursday night? We do you a favor like that, <laughs> and you poo-poo all over it? Oh, you mean Broadway bowling? Yes, I mean Broadway bowling. <laughs> what the hell happened? We gagged. We gagged. We had a bad week. Littles, wow. we're playing the first place team. They're in second place. Yeah. Okay, so we're playing the first. I think we're going to get our butts kicked because we're not so solid this year. We're like in set. We were like in sixth place, seventh we beat them pretty and good. We should have been eating up all those points. Mm-hmm. You you we, got three points. What we, happened? We played oh, one man. of those teams with high handicaps mm-hmm. when you're chasing 40 points per bowler. Yeah, that's oh, tough. Oh, man, it was tough. When I saw the score, because here's the other thing. We beat the number one team, uh-huh. 14 to 9. We win. We went from like seventh place to 11th place. How does that happen? 
Like we, we dropped in the standings. They even need you, Chuck. They need we you. We beat the number one team. But I was so, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that means Hoover Fixer Suckers. Is that the name of your team? <laughs> that is the name of our team. People. They're going to go to first, they're going to be in first place now. Yeah. And I was we're like, being very strategic. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so upset when I saw that you were still in second. And then I did the math. I was like, they got three points. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. We have three no shows. All right. Wow. Anyway, let's get out of here. is availability, people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As Tony says. <laughs> that's right. And this is a question for one specific listener out there. Is a Broadway bowling league segment any better <laughs> than a hockey segment? <laughs> I think, yeah. It's got to be, right? <laughs> we think Please, so. Please, people. <laughs> anyway, we have to get out of here. Thank you once again, Dave Vandermolen, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Yay, Dave. It was How so much, much fun. fun. To pick his brain about Hot Pink Hangover. Oh, yeah. And to hear what's up and coming. And yep. The possibilities you'd ever know. Yes. But uh, thank you again, and thank you for giving us permission to play your music. That was a, a thrill for us. Yeah. A first for us and a thrill. And let's get out of here. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything you need is over there. And if you need a book... Go to aaronsbooks.com. And if you need self-care... Go to www.modernselfcare.us. Ritz, did she do that right? She did it great. Okay. She's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks. I just do my thing and let you <laughs> hope you say the right thing. Half the time, I'm not paying attention. I'm looking at, oh, what do hey I have to... now. What do I have to say next? That's what I'm <laughs> usually saying. Anyway, we know you might have missed Cyber Monday, but if you are out shopping online... Don't forget to... Use... The... Code... Not, not great. There's a look in your eye. There's a word on your breath. We're half crazy. We're both placing our bets. The dealer shows me a jack, but I'm a queen tonight. Our bets are off. Let go. Baby, hold on tight. We're counting dollars. We're criminals. So lock me up and never
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. So that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.